Good morning, Minneapolis and other beautiful cities all around the world. My name is La Vialva, and I am an extreme extrovert. Some things never change, you know. Um, as a young adult, I always had this weird fascination with um, biographies and diaries. I'm sure everyone probably knows who Anne Frank is, um, but for those who don't, <laughs> you're a little behind, but it's okay. Um, for those who don't, it's there's a diary called, um, you know, the Diary of Anne Frank, and it's a, supposedly the concept. Um, I don't know exactly where they found the diary, but the concept of it is somebody found this diary, and it contains contents about this girl who was living during the Holocaust. She eventually gets put into a concentration camp, but it's her story um, basically hiding, in hiding, like in a closet at someone's home. And it's very genuine. It's very like, you know, like what is she doing in her everyday life? And I always kind of had a fascination with those kind of like things. I feel like it would be so fun to like, you know, encounter someone's, like, diary from, like, a long time ago. Something, like, discovering a treasure. It's almost like discovering a treasure just because you find out so much about a person um, in their own words. I don't know why I've always had a fascination with that. So with that being said, um, with the Notepad Chronicles, this interest kind of sparked in me because I... Um, was on at the bus stop and I saw this like notepad and it was a really busy street but no one was there and I was like huh and usually when you find like someone's wallet or something you know you go in there you see if they have a ID see if they have a contact number and you contact them that's what people do in Minneapolis anyway some cities are different <laughs> some cities are different you lose something you lose it it's good it's gone <laughs> but in minneapolis um people are not always that rude <laughs> they um they will give you back your stuff sometimes it's like a 50/50 chance here anyway um i've also had a few of my things returned to me um from someone here in the cities um minneapolis you know they it's not a city full of great, great morals, but, you know, um, compared to other cities, people are fairly nice, friendly. Anyway, so I almost encountered this notepad and was like, oh, God, what, you know, like, human nature was like, what am I going to find in here? Am I going to find, like, notes, like, intimate notes about, like, what they're going to do throughout their day? Are you going to find, like, a grocery list? Are you going to find, like, an agenda but this notepad was empty, and I was like, oh, man. You know, but it's okay. Um, I ended up not taking... I, I ended up um, not really, like, using the notebook. I ended up um, donating it to one of the free little libraries that we have around the city. Someone else can use it. But it definitely, definitely um, created this... Um, notepad series so thank you random person <laughs> thank you random person for leaving your notebook that was really awesome so season six is going to be kind of like 
um, poems um, that I write, that I find, and um, just genuine, random things that you would potentially find in a notepad. Kind of like random thoughts of like life, of ideas, things like that. I'm just going to roll with that. <clears throat> so, with that being said, I wanted to share with you um, one poem that I have written. It's called Pick Up the Phone. And I want you to just listen to it um, and let me know what you think. I made a new forum. A new forum. Sounds so fancy. I made um, a Tumblr. I know I'm really late to this game. <laughs> I have been so busy and um, Tumblr just kind of came across um, to me as a resource. Someone just randomly mentioned it. And so... On my Tumblr, um, it would be wonderful if people would uh, contact me through that um, instead of Twitter. So on Tumblr, I am Nakai Osha, N-A-K-A-I-O-S-H-A. So N as in naughty, A as in ant, K as in kinky, A as in ant, I as in ice cube. O as in orgasm, S as in sex, H as in hot summer day, and O as in ocean. So, Nakai Osha. O, A, A at the end. Sorry about that. So, it's N-A-I, God, I'm messing this up. Scratch this up. N-A-K-A-I-O-S-H-A. Yep, that's how it is. So, spell... Nakayosha, and then um, on the search engine in Tumblr, and then the page will say La Via Alva, Journeys of an Extreme Extrovert on Spotify. So you will see me. <laughs> you will see me, and you will see my lovely face be like, ee. So yeah. <laughs> um, please send questions um, on there. I'm going to make it so that my podcasts and, um, you know, the content on my Tumblr kind of correspond. So it's not like, you know, now you'll have a spot where you can look back and see what kind of content we talked about. So here we go. Pick up the phone. By me, truly. When the evening is dim and the air full of sage, the smoke fills the window and floats past the window sills. The candles are lit and my mood is light. No sound but the light patter of rain. Who is home? I am not sure. But I'm pretty sure that everyone is at home on this rainy day. At least everyone except for Ashland Wickland. Ashland Wickland is the father of a prestigious lawyer, the grandfather of a famous YouTube star, and the widower of a politician. He was surrounded by prestige, yet he sits at a cheap dive bar. Ashlyn had $400 in cash in his pocket and already was on his second whiskey coke. The only cost, that only cost $3.50 each. But he didn't feel at home in these fancy places with these flashy people. He grew up as a farmer's son in Edgar, Wisconsin. And now he was a millionaire. Hiding in the shadows of a chief, chief, 
chief. I can't read. Sorry. Cheap dive bar in Brooklyn, New York. Before his partner had died, they lived together in Manhattan, right in the view of New Jersey and Lady Liberty. But without the outgoing nature of the love of his life beside him, as he bought bottle service, spent hours and hours dancing and laughing together, Manhattan was just shiny on the outside and no longer made him feel good on the inside. He told his he sold his Manhattan condo for half a million to an aspiring actress who was going to star in a movie with Char- with Meryl Streep. She looked more like a porn star the way she held herself and had her chest done, but being 89 years old, Ashlyn just wanted out and bought a decent home in East Brooklyn for 856,000. Wrote out the check in full and furnished on his own leisure. Ashlyn only spent a year in Brooklyn after leaving Manhattan. It had already been a year that passed that his partner was hit by a bus driver. He reminisced through the burning of whiskey on his lips. After the two whiskey cokes, he decided to retire with a shot of Jameson and tipped the bartender 200 on his way out. This was the last day he was drinking in Brooklyn, and he had to get home to bed and wake up early for a flight. Even the evening is dim, and the air full of sage. The smoke fills the window and floats past the window sills. The candles are lit, and my mood is light. No sound but the light patter of rain. It rains a lot in New York. This is why Ashlyn had to leave. Outside his home, which was all packed and boxed up, he watched the rain fall to the pavement. He felt this amazing feeling of release. He was ready to move on. Sixty-five years of a beautiful companionship, raised beautiful children, and making astounding achievements. My bad. Making astounding achievements. Ashlyn felt ready, and he had one last prayer, thanking the gods he believed in for his beautiful life. The next morning, his driver packed up and checked his bags as he dined at the Skyline Perks Club, sipping habiki one of the finest Japanese whiskeys. When leaving New York, he had the urge to fall to his knees and kiss the ground that had been his home of opportunity and love. He didn't, though. Instead, he picked up a little stone not too close to the sewers and gave one, gave it one last prayer of gratitude. Even saying goodbye to his driver and paying him his sign-out for the annual contract he signed for work, he felt grateful. They exchanged a long embrace, feeling the internal thanks from one another. The driver's name was Louis, and befriended Ashlan immediately after he was hired. He was hired literally a lifetime ago, and the grace they felt for each other could never be paid in money. And so this genuine goodbye had to do. Ashlan told Louis if he needed anything at all to email and with that greatest of friends, employee, and years together were parted with, bo- with both of them par- pockets and hearts full. When the money is gone and the morning is sunny and the air full of nature's best aroma, the clouds fill the sky and float past the car window. The cigars are lit and my mood is light. No sound but the jazz on the radio. When the pilot announces the landing time, Ashlyn awoke. 
his old heart beat fast, and quickly he ordered more whiskey to ease the anxiety. He saw field upon fields, and he felt like a young boy again. He was three drinks in, and because of his stature, the man didn't even check for his license as he dropped a few thousand cash to rent a car. He ripped the Mercedes-Benz GT out of the lot and drove, drove, drove. He hadn't been in a car without his driver in almost 50 years, and he loved it. Ashlyn let out the loudest scream of delight. He let out the largest, 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 loudest holler of release, the most rowdiest of laughter of excitement. When the euphoria started to settle, he picked up the phone. He parked at a rest stop to drink water, sober up, and call it. And call. It was ringing. There was an elderly man on the other side. Thick metal, thick middle western accent. Ashlyn, oh my god, is that you? With tears in his eyes, the widowed millionaire, most prestigious man of one of the busiest cities in the United States, became the young boy of Edgar in his, on, his farmer's, on his father's farm. Brother, I am home, he says, and he let the tears fall, for he was the richest man in the world. And that one was Pick Up the Phone by me. I really appreciate you guys um, letting me read that out loud because um, reading has never been <laughs> never been a really huge strength of mine, as you can tell. <laughs> but I absolutely love writing. And I want to hear what you think of this poem. What do you think it's about? Um, I'm not going to tell you too much about it, but um, I... Created this character because I've been in New York. I've been in Manhattan, and when I was in Manhattan with my friend, one of my greatest friends, uh, well, for confidentiality, we'll call him L. L and I, we were in Manhattan. He has family in there, and um, I remember I would walk to this bagel shop, and I would look out and see the Lady Liberty, and I thought, wow. How beautiful, what a privilege for these people to wake up and see this every day. And, you know, New York, New York is beautiful. Um, it's not like the Middle West in many ways. Middle West. Middle West. Midwest. It's not, um, it's a lot different. People are not as friendly. <laughs> um, I remember when um, I was walking kind of in the morning... Brunch is a busy time here in Minneapolis, and especially on weekends. And so I saw these, like, maybe three guys, a group of three guys, young guys, white guys. Um, not super young, maybe, like, 25. And it looked like they were, like, heading for, like, a brunch spot, you know. And I was with one other guy. It was me and my friend L, And we were, you know, in Manhattan. And I waved down these three strangers, you know, when I was like, hey guys, uh, you know of any cool places to have brunch around here? And I kid you not, like me, I'm a short white lady. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm like 5'1". I, I don't scare nobody. Well, I'm, apparently I do, I guess. Um, but, yeah, I'm like sitting there and I'm like, hi guys. Um, 
Is there a good place to get brunch? And they literally ran away from me, y'all. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, they, they like, hot-footed it. They were like, oh, shit, who's this creepy lady? And I, I just felt like, what? Like, in Minneapolis, I could easily, like, you know, I, I know I sit, do this all the time. And um, different cities have different kinds of people. I know that. Um, but I just thought it, that was hilarious. That's never happened to me before. Um... Because, you know, people usually kind of ignore me. Be- being 5'1", white, short lady, has its perks. No one ever bothers you. Ever. The only people that bother you, like, are some weird people on the bus sometimes. Oh, God. Anyway. <laughs> that kind of went on a tangent. But, yeah. Um, I didn't, you know, every city has its perks. But, man, um... New York had a different kind of people, a little bit less um, Midwest friendly, and that's fine. You know, some people like that. Um, great food, though, when I was there. Great, great food. Love the bagels and stuff. So that kind of drove the that kind of drove that poem because you know one of my friends just moved to New York. It kind of got me remind like kind of got me remembering um, my time in New York and kind of based it on that guy. It was a few years ago that I'd gone. So, yes. <clears throat> Check out my Tumblr. Um, and let me know exactly um, what you thought about that. Let's see. Oh, one thing that I find very interesting and very, very overdue, frankly. But it's okay. It's better now than never. But now... Um, it is officially Juneteenth. It is an official holiday now. And this is amazing. I feel like it's a little, like, you know, I'm, I'm happy. It's a little bit, like I said, a little bit overdue, but it's okay. <laughs> um, I'm happy for that. And that's a new thing that's going on today in Minneapolis. It's a lot of events. It's a lot of things going on. And, um, yeah, I'm just really excited for that really busy this weekend for many reasons and one of that being the reason um so be careful out there whatever everyone decides to do um it's kind of nice that covid is you know it's not a thing of the past but with people getting vaccinated and stuff like that you know things are slowly going back to normal the other day i went to a bar with one of my friends um, I'm a yellow Red Bull girl now. Um, anyway, that's my drink of choice when I go out. And so I'm drinking my yellow Red Bulls. And it was just weird. It was weird seeing all the people dancing and out and even paying cover for clubs now. I was like, man, it almost feels like we just woke up and it was like, just kidding. We're over this now, guys. <laughs> We're over it. Um... We're, we're moving on. It's still kind of weird, but, you know, I like it. I'm glad that we can be social again. And, you know, I'm looking forward to travel. Travel is the one thing that really got me down during the pandemic. So I'm hopefully going to be getting some travels in soon. But with that being said, I know today was kind of a short podcast. But I do 
I did want to get in the fact that I have a Tumblr now, Nakai Osha, N-A-K-A-I-O-S-H-A. I said oh that one last time, but no, it's an A at the end, Nakai Osha. And so, and I'll be posting this content on my Tumblr as well. So, we won't make this a too long of a Midwest goodbye. <laughs> uh, but you have a great, 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 great day. And safest, 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 safest of travels.